Mike, do you back up your stuff? Of course. My work, photos, everything's on my computer. I'm actually running. I can see Time Machine's running right now. Oh, nice. Hmm. I do the same thing. But what if we took the idea of computer backup and applied it to food? Well, what do you mean? Like having some like extra tacos in like a Tupperware box in the corner? Like that kind of thing? Yeah. I'm, in, I'm into that. Yeah. You, ne- you never know when you're going to need an emergency taco. Yeah. Today's topic is a little more fundamental than that. Uh, and possibly way more important to the future of the planet. That is indeed right. We are going to be talking about the Svalbard Global Seed Vault in Norway. The Global Seed Vault, or the GSV, because I don't know if I said Svalbard correctly the first time and don't want to say it anymore. There's no way of knowing. Uh, It's impossible. Serves as a long-term storage for backups of seeds stored in other locations. The basic idea here is that something goes really wrong on earth like global war or some giant natural disaster we'd be able to rebuild our food supply i want to circle back around to the idea of backups seeds for all sorts of crops are stored around the world in what are called gene banks the gsv is a backup for those other locations so if we ever have to rely directly on what is stored at the gsv A lot of things have gone terribly wrong, as the other gene banks serve as the front lines against all of the terrible things that we could imagine happening to our food supply. It makes sense. One of my backups is here in my studio, and the other is off-site. So if my office gets hit by an asteroid, my data is safe elsewhere. Two questions. One, are you specifically worried about an asteroid? And two, what kind of size of the asteroid are we talking where it also wouldn't take down the off-site backup, you know? Hmm. You know, you never know. Mm, Okay. We live in a weird time. Sure. If you want to read more about gene banks, there is a link in the show notes to the Wikipedia article on the International Treaty of Plant Genetic Resources for Food and Agriculture. Ah, yes. The ITPGRFA. Indeed. Or the (laughs) ITPGRFA. As it's known colloquially. The seed vault works like a bank that you or I may use. The bank owns the building with depositors retaining ownership over the seeds that they store there. And the seeds cannot be accessed by anybody except the depositor. Storage is free. How nice. Yeah. Seeds are stored in foil packages, then placed in plastic storage containers and placed on large metal shelves. Each pack holds an average of 500 seeds, with the facility having capability for 4.5 million samples. As of 2020, about a quarter of its available space is being used. The storage rooms are kept at a chilly minus 18 degrees Celsius, or about 0 degrees Fahrenheit. This keeps the seeds from germinating, keeping them viable as long as possible. An organization named the Global Crop Diversity Trust helps oversee and coordinate shipments in and out of the Global Seed Vault in conjunction with the government of Norway and the Nordic Genetic Resource Center. So we've mentioned this a couple of times, but why is it in Norway? Climate has a lot to do with it. The GSV was built with its storage facilities underground. If So if the climate control system in the building were to fail, the permafrost would help keep things nice and chilly, permanently frosty. The nation paid $8.8 million for the construction project, which doesn't seem like a lot of money. It seems like this should have cost more. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, it was built back in 2008. The main seed bank is 390 feet into the side of a sandstone mountain and, as you would imagine, uses robust security systems to avoid seed tampering. Hmm. Well, here's my question for you about that cost, which you may not know the answer to, but could be part of it. Maybe that was what Norway paid? Maybe other countries chipped in? Maybe. Maybe, I don't know. 
Who could tell? In addition to the permafrost angle, the site is 430 feet above sea level to help keep the site dry, even if the Earth's polar ice caps were to melt. Couple things. That is some amazing strategic planning. Man, this thing's got to look. They got to think of everything for this thing, mm-hmm. right? Like that's its kind of whole thing. Yeah, I also think we should call four hundred and thirty feet above sea level seed level. Hello. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm not interested in that. The site's not perfect, however. In the fall of 2016, the seed vault experienced an unusually large degree of water intrusion due to higher than average temperatures and heavy rainfall. While it's common for some water to seep into the 328-foot entrance tunnel during the warmer spring months, in this case, the water encroached 49 feet into the tunnel and then froze. Not what you want in your lobby. Mm. So uh, over the next couple of years, teams worked to put in additional waterproofing and drainage and it has not been a problem since. The GSV is very effective. A study prior to construction determined that the seed vault could preserve most major food crops seeds for hundreds of years of some important grains remaining viable for thousands of years. Within its first five years of service, the bank held one-third of examples of seeds stored in all those other gene banks around the world. And as of June last year, the GSV conserves 1,081,026 distinct crop samples. I just hope they got some taco seeds in there somewhere. Me too. You know, I think of like Back to the Future with the tiny pizzas. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I want them to do. Little tiny tacos? Yeah. Our thanks to Catherine for sending this topic in. Super fascinating. Go look also at the photos in the article, the outside of this. Like it's built on the side of a mountain, but it has this beautiful entrance. And it's just the whole thing's fascinating to me. So go check that out. Links are in the show notes, mm. but also on the website at relay.fm slash ungenius slash 156. The, the entrance has no reason to look like this, and I love it. It's cool, though. Right? There's cool. no reason. It doesn't need to look like this, but I appreciate that it does. Mm-hmm. Svalbard. Svalbard. Mm-hmm. If you have your own fun Wikipedia topic you'd like to hear us cover, you can send us an email from the website, or you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Ungeniust. You can find Mike on Twitter as I-M-Y-K-E, and you can follow me there as I-S-M-H. And until next time, we're underground in Norway, Mike. Say goodbye. Cheerio. Bye, y'all.